point. Hi, everyone. I'm here with Debbie. She is a keen horseback rider. She's also in television and film production, and she has cerebral palsy. She's here to talk about her journey, what she's gone through, for her successes, and to give us a little bit of advice as to how to persevere through struggles in our lives. So welcome, Debbie. Hi, thanks for having me. Welcome, welcome. I'm definitely excited to learn about uh, about you. And uh, could you start out with, I guess, explaining to us how you were diagnosed with with uh, cerebral palsy yourself? Yeah, um, so I've had it. I've actually had it since birth. Okay, so do you happen to know? I know my diagnosis was so as a spastic mcplasia cerebral palsy. Do you know what type of CPU you have? Um, I think it's spastic delphesia. Okay, is the name of it. Um, so it affects uh, both legs. So yours is mostly your mostly your lower extremities, your legs is how uh -huh. it impacts. Okay, yeah. does that impact the way you walk or the way you move? Uh, yeah, so I actually uh, walk using a walking frame. Um, and then if it's kind of like really far distances, like say, for example, if I go, if I know I'm going on holiday and there's going to be like a lot of travel and then I'll use my wheelchair or my mobility scooter. Um, but mostly day to day, it's a walking frame. Okay. And does that... um. Have you used that since since you were since you were a kid? I mean, were you as you were growing um, up? Did you use like your mobility aids? Yeah. So when I was growing up, I had a walking frame. Uh, it was a different kind though. So when I was younger, it was a walking frame that came behind me. Um, and kind of I uh, pulled it as I walked. Whereas now it's uh one that's kind of in front of me, with a seat. And, which is hard. Oh, I'm sorry. So, did you uh, growing up? Did you experience any like any I guess bullying or I guess trouble accepting yourself in a sense? Um, I don't think I've ever had trouble accepting myself. I guess the trouble that I have is maybe other people accepting it. Um, I did get bullied. Um. More in secondary school, I would say. Um, and it was usually just kind of name-calling. Yeah, I, nothing, I feel you. Yeah. I was the same way. A lot of name-calling. I, I can I can, um, I can, can um, agree with you on that. We have something in common. I went through the same exact thing, you know, name-calling, kids probably looking at your direction, asking, hey, what's, what's, what's going on? What's wrong with this person? What makes them different? Yeah. Um, what made you, uh, I guess realize that you know people may be staring at you people may be saying things but it doesn't bother me i just keep going what makes you keep what made you keep going um i think it would be the support of my family um that kind of helped with that you know they they were always very encouraging and um Although I have a disability, it kind of, I don't let it stop me. And I think that's because my family kind of 
helped me, you know, see that although I walk differently, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with my brain. Um, right. I'm just kind of the same as everyone else. Um, you know, everyone, whether you're disabled or not, you have flaws. You know, that everyone has flaws that are something that they don't like about themselves or that they'd maybe want to change. So, so I, I guess you, you mentioned how, you know, whether or not you have a disability, you have to keep keep going um i know you've you've done a lot in your life and and have been successful so tell me a little bit about your venture and and tv and film production um so i always i've always had an interest in kind of tv and behind the scenes and how programs are made um and then i went to college and um kind of got the qualifications that I needed um for kind of the job that I would like to get into. And in Scotland here there's a program called River City. It's like a soap opera. Um and while I was at college I actually had a work placement with them and that was kind of a big thing for me because it's kind of one of the Scotland's biggest programs and to be able to kind of work on that and see how it goes from kind of nothing to kind of what you see on your TV screen. Um, it's fascinating. When I was at college though, because for example, um, my interest is like camera work. So, like filming, um, I did have to find ways. I had to work differently to other people in college, but the college were kind of very accommodating to my needs and kind of helping me pass the course and progress. That's 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 fantastic. Uh, it seems like a, a very fascinating profession. Um, did you, did you ever did you experience any I guess difficulty getting into the industry considering that you're you have cerebral palsy? Um, I guess I don't think so. Um. I guess the hardest thing I found was a lot of it was kind of on location. <clears throat> so I would always have to consider the accessibility needs. Um, when I was looking for, you know, various locations for filming projects. And so, so that, that it was pretty much, I guess, uh, pretty easy for you right it was it was fairly simple no no i guess no uh issues <laughs> just just the accessibility yeah. part where just getting the accommodations right it was mm -hmm. a little difficult for you yeah, yeah i know it's it's still and worse when it comes to even like even though i have i like i've got the qualifications now because i've completed college so <clears throat> i guess 
work with disabled people. Um, so I do. I don't think I wouldn't just kind of go on any horse. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I know that there's programs out there that they train horses for uh, individuals with various disabilities. There's equine programs that help. Uh, I guess they use the, the animal to help uh, with the balance and support of those with various disabilities, you know, help them up with balance, coordination, you know, just to build that self-esteem and that confidence. And yeah. it's, I feel like it's something that helps you, you know, in a way. It helps build your confidence and your self-esteem. Uh -huh, definitely it does. Yeah, so very, very interesting. I'm, I'm very fascinated by it and about what you do. So it's really cool. Um, What would you, if you were to give advice to your younger self, what would that be? Like, you know? Um, it probably, this might sound kind of cliche, but it would probably be, don't worry so much about what other people think of you. Because I think growing up, I I did that a lot, um, and I just think there's always going to be someone who doesn't like you or has kind of something to say on you, whether you're disabled or not. Yeah, just I mean... Live, just live your life and kind of do what you want to do. And love, don't love yourself, it. that's the key. Right? Yeah. Definitely. I, I agree with you on that one a hundred percent. You know, it's just don't let anyone, anything in society or anywhere define who you are. What I tell people is what defines you is what you do with that disability or what you do with that obstacle, you know? Yeah. So very I commend you on that. I you know, I, I appreciate you uh sharing that with uh your younger self and of course uh the listeners here on the podcast um and it's been it's what amazes me is despite uh your disability you can do film production and you can ride horses and most people and it's funny because a lot of people in society are like oh well you know physically they can't do this they can't do that but then yeah. you see someone uh -huh. like you, and it's like they can do it. Yeah, you can do it, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, yeah, I've never let it stop me. Like I go, tra like I go traveling. You know, I go swimming. I'm not a great swimmer. Uh, like I have to use a, a float when I swim, but I still do it. Yeah. Um, and I kind of, I used to get really self-conscious and be like, you know, like I'm an adult using a float. Um, but, you know, I need it. And uh, swimming is also exercise. Um, so, again, it's helping me. You know, if people are looking at me while I'm in the pool, I'm not going to see them again. So... Mm -hmm. It doesn't, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter to me because um, I'm never going to see them again. Right. I mean, you you know, it's uh, 
people are are just like um if I can put it this way, they're like they're like a Snapchat pictures. You know, when you take a picture on Snapchat and it disappears after like 24 yeah. hours, it's just uh -huh. like that. It'll disappear eventually it'll disappear and they won't they'll cease to exist, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. And then uh, I'll, I, I mean, I'll I'll be feeling better because I've been swimming and it helps, you know, with my muscles and my legs. Right. And not only that, but you never know who's watching. There could be a little girl with a disability like like ourselves. And she yeah. sees you and she's like, Oh well, she's swimming with float she's swimming with floaties or with a flotation device and I have one. Uh -huh. So it's and okay I, to have one. Yeah. And I also think um, you know, there could also be maybe there's parents who have kids with a disability, but maybe they're young and the parents are maybe scared because they kind of don't know what the future holds, but then if right. they kind of see someone like myself, you know, I'm still living my life. I'm going out, swimming, horse riding, college. Um, you know, I go out with friends. You know, they could see me, and then they might not worry so much because they'll think, well, maybe that could be my daughter in future. Yes, exactly. That's that's where we want to get is yeah. if other kids see other individuals with disabilities, then they'll be, you know, it's okay. It's okay to to be who I am, to be what I look like, to act mm -hmm. how I act because of my disability. It makes you, it doesn't just make you different. It makes you unique. Yeah. So, Debbie. Thank you for for sharing everything with me, and I truly, truly appreciate you being on the show. And no, you're Thank you for having me. Definitely sharing your experience, and uh, uh, if you guys want to want to check out this episode, it'll be up on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, and every other major podcasting platform out there. Um, and as as always, as I always tell you guys, if we can do it. So can you. Until next time.